Welcome to Talking Baseball. We've got a whole slew of series to recap. Let's do it. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Talking Baseball. My name is Jimmy. Sitting next to me is Jake. Behind the bed, let's get up. Behind the plate, we got producer BBD. We're coming to you live from the Roosevelt Studios here in the Bronx. It's Friday morning. There's a lot of games. We got four game sets, two game sets, even some three game sets. Jake, a lot of baseball has been played. Did you enjoy it? I did, Jim. I did. Baseball, baseball was back this week. Uh, we only had one team out. Well, one series out with COVID stuff. The Cardinals and the Tigers were out. Knock on wood if you're with me. The Cardinals are supposed to play tonight. We should have a full slate of baseball. And we essentially did this whole week. Uh, again, think about where we were last week in like mass hysteria. Baseball's getting canceled every day. This week, uh, the biggest stories were. I mean, Mike Trout's a dad. Congratulations. That's huge. Um, that is huge. It is huge. Life-changing it, event for him. Literally a life-changing event, uh, and all Dad Trout does is his homers. We had uh, the 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 Cleve, the Ohio Cup, as we got yelled at for calling it the Ohio Bowl all week. Cause Which sounds cooler. Who cares? But that was actually some fun baseball. And, yeah, man, baseball's back in a big way. It feels normal, right? It feels like we're just feels playing. so normal. It feels like we're just middle of the season. Things are happening. Marlins are rolling. Even the empty stadiums, I'm completely used to it. It's I'm fine. just enjoying the games. Yeah, own watch. So this is your first time listening to Talking Baseball. Thank you for joining. These are the series recap shows. Just to recap, all the big topics, all the big storylines, we'll be discussing those with Trev. We have some interviews coming up. We have voicemail apps. We're doing a lot, but today... We're just going to let you know what happened, what you may have missed. It is impossible yeah. to follow all 30 teams. It is impossible to watch 13 games every single night. Jake didn't watch every single game. Mm. I didn't watch every single game. We did some research. We did some studying. We looked up some stats for you, Try to let you know what's going on. As always, you know more about your team than we know about your team. We're not trying to trick you there. So call into the voicemail app. Leave a comment on YouTube. Leave a tweet. Let us know what we missed, what we got wrong, and what we should know about your squad yes. <clears throat> if we do not. Because that's what we like. You bring us the knowledge. It's a community here. You help us. We help you. Blah, 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 blah. For the patrons that are listening live, we won't have the backing music because the soundboard just won't work right now. So, Jake, can you tell us what happened in the East? Oh, we're doing it. No patrons or anything? We're bumping? I don't have... The list. All right. Well, we, we appreciate you, patience. These shows are hard to prep for. Let's do it, baby. Let's get it. Are we just going? No baseline music? So I just said, yeah. Okay. In the East region, the New York Yankees played the Philadelphia Phillies in a weird home-and-home -home kind of series. The Phillies, they were one of the teams coming off COVID. They looked pretty good. Good for them. They had a tough first matchup. Garrett Cole, welcome. Uh, Yanks won that one 6-3. Urshela with the big home run. Brett Gardner goes opposite field. His first career opposite field out of the park home run. Maybe we'll talk about that a little bit. Then we played two, a couple seven-inning games. Zach Wheeler looked pretty good for Philly. Philly wins 11-7. They were up 11-3 at some point. Yanks had a little bit of fight. Jay Happ looks terrible. Second half of the doubleheader, Aaron Nola looks great. Looks great. Uh, but the Yankees trio of Cashman pieces out of nowhere, Voight, Sockman, and Urshela, Yankees win that one 3-1 to one in the last inning. And then Philly bounces back. They split the series 5-4. Eflin looked good. Real Muto with a big three-run home run. Miami versus Baltimore. Miami's back. The team everyone was mad at. And guess what? They're still hot, baby. Pablo Lopez with a really nice pitching performance. They win the first game 4-0. Little John Boy special, Cervelli and Aguilar with homers in that game. They come back. Doubleheader themselves, Eliezer Hernandez, my guy, he pitches really well. Brian Anderson hits a home run, the only run in the first game of the seven-inning doubleheader. And then Miami comes back, and they win 2-1. to one. They win both parts of the doubleheader, and then just bring the broomsticks, babe. Miami 8, they win 8-7, to seven, excuse me, over the Orioles. They went 24-inning shutout on the O's 
at one point this series. So Miami's out of their minds. They're a great team, apparently. Atlanta versus Toronto. Atlanta blows out the first game. A young, thick Austin Riley hits a bomb. Dick dropping tour continues for our guy Max Freed. Toronto bounces back. Ryu with a really nice start, Jim. Uh, Toronto wins 2-1. And in the rubber match, Markakis with the walk-off. Tuki Toussaint outduels Nate Pearson. And Kakis walks it off. He's back for the Braves, baby. Good series win for them. Nats and Mets, they split a couple. Nats win with Corbin on the mound versus Mats. Howie Kendrick's back. He has a four-hit day. Mets win the next one, 3-1. to one. Porcello shoves. Rick Porcello making us look bad. We talk smack about him. He played really well. Scherzer walks off in the first inning, a little hamstring. Worrisome. And then in the final two-game set, another split. Tampa wins 5-1. The return of Austin Meadows, big for them. Charlie Morton bounces back. He looks good. They beat Evaldi. And then the Sox, Martin Perez, <laughs> freaking guy. Verdugo and Chavez go, yeah, 5 nothing Sox. Nice. Yes, that's what's going a on in the East. A lot of games during the week. A lot of, I mean, two, four game sets with double headers. That was, that was a, a lot of mouth jargon to get through. The Yankees are in first place in the American League. Yep. The Marlins are in first place in the National League. Can't stop. And it's kind stop. of like a little more real than when they were 3-1. and one. They're 6-1 and one now. <laughs> they added four wins. So they added yeah. four wins. <laughs> four yeah. wins and zero losses. That'll I mean, help. the Braves are 9-5, and five, so as soon as it should even out. Yeah. But go Marlins, go. Go Marlins, go. Let's have fun with it. Again, everyone's, everyone's looking for the 60-game chaos. Maybe the Marlins can be it. We'll see. Donnie Baseball is now the most winningest manager in Marlins history. Would you look at this? So uh, the Marlins are rolling. They've got some young, decent pitching. Again, it does feel like a lot of smoke and mirrors with the lineup, but keep winning games. Become a problem. Well, how do you prep for the Marlins right now? Can't. New guys every day. Can't. No idea. The Nationals are losing. The Phillies have a losing record. Again, a little unfair. And the Mets are in last place. Yeah, the uh, the Mets, they obviously had the whole Cespedes thing happen, um, and they're still kind of recovering from that. The Nats, they won the first game. Scherzer gets hurt. That's scary. I don't know if we got an update on him. but I they, think we did, and it wasn't that bad. I mean, it seemed not that bad. I mean, you know, hamstring injury is, a, is one that a lot of people see. Tweaked hamstring. The game. He said he's not concerned. Good. He knows his body better than I do, unfortunately. But uh, the Nats, yeah, they're still getting into rhythm too because they miss some COVID stuff. So and Soto's back for them. Yeah. So that's pretty huge. Do you want to talk about seven inning double headers? Because we I had do. two in I this do. region. I do. Uh, we watched the Yankees one since we're Yankees fans and like you know watch both ends of one. So I'm sure Marlins fans and Orioles fans can also relate. Yeah. Uh, here's the thing. Yeah. These are coming. Yeah. And that's why the MLB players didn't want to accept a lot of these things when they were negotiating because everything that they put, I think, is coming. I think we're going to get a runner on second base in, like, the 12th inning. We did a whole two episodes on that, so we won't do more. All of the players and managers after these games said they loved it. Yeah. Said it was much better. Mike Talkman on the Yanks said, I'd love if every Sunday was two seven-inning doubleheaders and every Monday – was an off day. Yep. That would be a much better schedule for baseball players than playing every single day. I didn't like it as a fan. I have been trained to think things will go nine innings. Seven innings feels so short. Yeah. Because at the fifth inning mark in a nine-inning game, you're halfway there. The starter's still in. You still got four innings, three innings of bullpen to go through. In a seven-inning game... You're at the end. Like, if yeah. you get to the bottom five, you're like, fuck, we got to get going. We got to get going. So, I mean, that's a mindset thing, but I didn't like them. I've been trained my whole life not to like them, so right. I don't see why I have where these players have been trained their whole life to play seven-inning doubleheaders. That's what they do in the minor leagues. That's what they do that's yeah. what they do in college and high school and stuff. So, um, I don't know. I don't, do you have any thoughts on it? It's less time at the office for them. I mean, you kind of have to think of it that way. I I didn't love it. I I told you this. You know, I I almost didn't prep myself because I was like two seven inning games. That's just like one game. No, that's like one really long baseball game. So I was kind of getting wonky a little bit. I think the bigger problem for me is just the state of baseball right now. Is that 
every team is going to bullpen these. Uh, the the Orioles and the Marlins did too, looking at the box score. So with seven innings, you're right. I mean, every team, you know, has a back end of their bullpen. They've got high leverage guys. That's, you know, it's a cornerstone of building a team at this point. And every team has <laughs> throwers that they don't want to let through a lineup twice. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you do that in a seven inning game, you got two guys and then you're to your good bullpen. So, yeah, it, it doesn't feel right. I'm very much fine with it for this year. Uh, you're probably right. It comes down the line. Um, I don't know how soon. Could it be soon? Yeah. I, I could also see it not because I, it it doesn't feel right. Um, that doesn't necessarily always move decisions, though. So uh, we'll see. Don't love it. Fine with it for this year. Definitely fine with it for this year. Yeah. Um. Yeah, okay. You want to just move on to the Central? It's kind of everything we got going on. We'll talk about some awards and some stuff. Central's hot right now. Porcello shoves. How about that? I'll kick it to you midway if you don't mind. Yeah, let's go. Okay. One, two, three. Da-da-da. Da-da-da. There it is. That's Da-da-da. what I was looking for. Da-da-da. The Cubbies versus the Royals. Royals. Cubs dominated. I'll stop that. Cubs win the first game 2 nothing. Your guy, Alec Mills, Jim. Having a great season. Alec Mills train, watch out. Hendricks, he looks good in the second game. Cubs win 5-4. Kimbrel show. Oh, boy, Cubby fans. How's that working out for you? The third game, who Darvish? My guy, you, he looked nasty. Big time nasty. They win 6-1. Kansas City gets their revenge at the end. 13-2 blowout win. Chatwood blows it for the Cubs starting pitcher that Pitching that has looked really good And then the White Sox versus Milwaukee The White Sox take the first two games Milwaukee coming out of COVID times uh, Abreu and Mancada have homers in the first game Giolito versus Woodruff in game two That's a sneaky fun pitching matchup right there Gamble and Eloy Jimenez both hit two run homers Abreu gets the game winning RBI in that one White Sox, you gonna put, put the pedal down? I think they won seven straight up to that point No, Milwaukee fights back Adrian Hauser Versus Keichel A one nothing game Uh, uh, Miss Sogard Eric Sogard The only RBI in that game one nothing Milwaukee And then they come back They take the fourth game 8-3 Lindblom looks solid Yelly with a fun Inside the park home run And Jarko Yabo What else in the central? Jimmer Fredette Got the Twins against the Pirates. This game, this series kind of had everything. The Twins took three games of the four. This series, Jake, it had a drone delay, mm. never seen before. Yep. We had a debut of a starter getting his first Major League start. We had a nice pitching duel in Dobnak and who'd he go against? Uh, our dude, Tyler Williams. Trevor. Trevor Williams. Yeah, We're a Trevor pod. My bad, Trevor. We're a Trevor pod. The nice pitching duel. We had a Kotuk bomb, another friend of the program. We had a walk-off. Pittsburgh avoids the sweep by walking off the last game, which had a bunch of home runs. A lot of the other games didn't have home runs. I went to see how many home runs were in the series. I thought it was going to be a lot. The other ones didn't. So, Twins win three of the four. They are the first team in the American League to get to ten wins. Cubs are the first team in the National League to get to ten wins. The Central is providing some talent. And then the Ohio Cup. The much-talked-about Ohio Cup, it was a fun pitching matchup. Red starters went 21.1 innings pitched and only gave up five earned runs. The Indian starters also only gave up five earned runs, but Mm. they combined for 26.1 innings pitched. That's five more innings, so the Indian starting pitchers outlast them. The Indians team wins three since he won the first one. Indians win the next three. Lorenzen blew another one for the Reds, so him and Kimbrell are just having zero fun whenever they take the bump. Ramirez got hot for the Indians. He popped some home runs. Mm. Cleveland still coming for the Twins. They're eight and six now. White Sox seven and six in the National League in the Central. It's all Cubbies. Yes, sir. Jim, I... Let's start with the Ohio Bowl Cup. Yeah. Um because that was a lot of fun and I uh I'll give myself one ad this show Wake and Jake which I've been doing in the morning just hit the podcast apps today if you like sports check it out. I went in surprisingly hard on Cincinnati because dude this is Cincinnati. They won the first game. Sonny Gray still doing special stuff. And then you come back and you lose the final three. You get a couple good pitching performances. And I just think it comes back to this start of the season where 
we said we need to see it to believe it. Since he had the most talent in the NL Central, and we had to see it, and right now we're not. Like, every series for Cincinnati feels like it's gone this way. They get the nice performances, but they don't get Ws. Meanwhile, the Cubs are running away early. Yeah, I mean, Lorenzen and Kimbrell are doing the oh. same thing, but Kimbrell's not hurting his team no. as much as Lorenzen is. No. He got into the 13-2 and two game, by the way. Who did? Um, Kimbrell. Oh, good. To, to get him some work. Gave up a run. Yeah, he's <laughs> given up a run in every single outing. Yeah. Lorenzen has one outing where he hasn't given up an earned run. Yeah. But, I mean, it's bad either way. Yes. <laughs> so, let's see. I'm trying to see this. Uh, he Lorenzen has come in. in a, they've been ahead. He gave up the lead. He came in in a tie game. Gave it up. He came in down three. He exited down five. He came in ahead one, exited ahead one. That's his only good time. Mm. So Lorenzen for the Cubs is blowing it. The starting pitching's been good. I think there was another another one in the last game. He gave up like eight earned runs. Yeah. Who's that? Um. Oh, a reliever. Yeah, I for, think it was Leon or something. Or maybe yeah, I'm thinking De, De Leon or Ponce De Leon, something like that. Um. And yeah, dude. I it again. The names you normally think of: Tyler, Molly, Maley. We're not sure how we say it. We're not sure how we say any name. He had an awesome start for them. So, I mean, they're getting really nice starting pitching, but the offense has to do a little more. And, like, Cincinnati never scored. Jose De Leon. Cincinnati never scored more than three runs this series, which, hey, but, but Cleveland can pitch. This game, Cleveland can pitch. This series was, besides the last game, it was like timely hits. Like, Votto hit a timely home right. run. Um, I forget who it was in game Fran two. Mill got Fran Mill got a two. timely home run. You know, it was all it was like almost I didn't watch the games, but the way the box score reads, good starting pitching, timely hits. The first three games read like playoff games. baseball. Yeah, they read I don't know, I didn't watch them, but they the box score reads like playoff baseball. Good pitching, timely hitting. So Yeah, man. Just saying, like I you know, it's yes, is it still early in the season? Sure. But it's a short season and you gotta start winning. Well who do the Reds go to next? Since a Cincinnati, not sure. The Brewers. So that's a kind of a fun matchup because both of those teams have five wins right now. And the Brewers missed, what, a series? Yeah, Brewers are three, three games back. Yeah. So, yeah, no, there's a. this is going to be a great weekend for baseball, not to get too ahead of ourselves, but I think uh, Oakland-Houston are lining up, so that's a oh, good that's one. Fun. There's always good matchups in the Central. Yankees-Rays, going to be a good weekend. Nice. All right, you ready for the West? James, I live in New York now. Yep. Used to live in Denver. Yep. Wearing my purple I Love Baseball shirt. Yep. John Boy Media Store. You got an I Love Baseball shirt on? Yep. I used to watch a lot of these games. Yep. Only caught a little bit, so if you could catch me up, it'd be great. Yeah, I'll keep you up. I'll start in Denver. Your Rockies keep rolling. They win three out of four against the Giants. Arenado hit three bombs in this series. Charlie Blackman stays hot. He had 19 hits. He has 19 hits in his last 10 games. And more importantly, the Rockies pitching is getting the job done, Jake. I I looked it up. I wanted to see if they were doing outstanding. They're kind of not, like as a whole, bullpen and starting. But they're getting the job done. They take three out of four. They stay incredibly hot. Giants, they win one game and Kind of that's good for the Giants. Don't get swept. Mm. Dodgers and Padres matched up for a three-game set. The Dodgers took two of three from the Padres, despite Tatis Jr. stealing all the headlines and the whole show. And Dodgers fans, I don't know. I talked to some Dodgers fans, and Jansen gets touched up a little bit. Gratigal gets touched up. They lose the Bueller game. So it's, it's, it's a little bit like, okay, we took two of three. But I think coming off the last two seasons, I don't know if Dodgers feel as dominant as they mm. did last year. But they are, and they're going to be fine. They took two yeah. out of three. Close game at the end there. Uh, what else was this? Uh, Dustin May versus uh, Lamette was a really good pitching matchup. Dustin May is becoming one of the more fun people to watch yeah. hit, as Tatis Jr. is probably the most fun player to watch. He hit an absolute bomb of a home run. The Astros and the Diamondbacks, they met up, and despite Bumgarner and Robbie Ray getting awful, I'm saying awful, Awful results. The Diamondbacks won the series. They had a nine-run inning in game two off of McCullers and then a walk-off in game three. Cole Calhoun put two balls right into that right field corner off the fence. One ricocheted for, was it an inside-the-park home run or was it a triple? I forget. The other one was a walk-off. The Marte boys combined for 11 hits. Cole and Peralta combined for nine RBIs. 
top of the order, the top three there, Marte, Marte, and Cole, are getting it done in Arizona. Mm. Rangers and the A's squared off. The A's swept the Rangers. The Rangers are looking a bit like a wild disappointment. Lazardo outdueled Lance Lynn. Although Lance Lynn had a nice outing, Lazardo just made his debut as a starter and did well. Piscotti hits a walk-off bomb in game one. Olsen hits three home runs in the last two games. Rangers look bad. A's look good. On to the Angels and the Mariners. Trout goes up to Seattle after becoming a father and does what he does to Seattle. And just we all get to say it's dad, Trout. But no, this is what Trout does whenever he goes to Seattle. It's incredible. He homers three times. The Angels homered nine times. In these three games. So it wasn't just Trout. They just dominated Mariners pitching. And Haney and Bundy combined for 14.2 innings pitched with two earned runs. Two starters that Jake and I did not necessarily believe in. Mm -hmm. Jake 100% didn't believe in. And they are bringing it for Anaheim. Shout out to brother-in-law Brett. He was very mad at us for acting like those guys wouldn't be good. They've been very good so far. And that is what happened in the West. Standings-wise, the Rockies and the Dodgers now both have nine wins. And the Padres are still have a winning record despite losing two in the National League. In the American League, the Athletics are 9-4. and four. The Astros go back to 500, 6-6. Six and six. And the Angels come for them. They're 5-8. and eight. So, you know, A's are running away. This series against the Astros coming up, A's-Astros, that's who they're playing. Is it a three-game set, four-game set? It's got to be three-game set, right? I'm assuming three-game set. They've been doing these weird four-game Yeah, they could have a sneaky into Monday, but I don't think so. Um, I know Fires isn't pitching. That was the storyline. Yeah, it's a three-game set. It's a three-game set. So, I mean, if Houston sweeps, Mm. they'll be up there where they'll be nine and six, and the Athletics. Houston sweeps. Whoa. That's the wildest outcome. Athletic A's fans. I don't think Houston's going to sweep, but if they did. In Oakland. All I'm saying is Houston can take over first place. If Oakland sweeps, they'll just stay in first place. Houston will drop down. Yes. Um, but yeah, they're within reach. That's going to be some of the fun baseball. The, that game starts at 9 o'clock tonight and then a couple afternoon games. That should be fun. No fires. Um, but, again, the Oakland, the most unheard about spurned team from the whole Houston thing is them. Uh, A's keep rolling, man. Uh, and, again, I, I said watch out for their infield that I've been calling the best in the league hadn't been doing much. Matt Olson's getting hot. I think you'll hear about him in a little bit. Uh, my rocks are rolling. My rocks are rolling. That's a fun statement. That's what I wrote. My rocks are rolling. Let me see the Rocky schedule. Who do they got coming up? They take care of business with the Giants, and they, they're going to Seattle. And like you said with the pitching, you know, they were lights out to start the year, and then they went back to Coors Field. So when you say, you know, they're just being average – you know, I think for being at Coors Field, they're still being above average. Um, and, yeah, man, the, the schedule lines up good for them. They got they got Mariners, Diamondbacks, Rangers. So stay hot, Rockies. Get as many wins as you can because I do think there's a little bit of Cinderella magic going on right now. Um, Diamondbacks bought a little stock in our Trevor Plouffe voicemail episode. Oh, yeah, we did buy stock. We'll see. Um, just just a little bit. It's, you know, well, high oh, risk, shit. high reward. I wanted to do a whole combo on Bumgarner. Okay. But I forgot. But don't buy Bumgarner stock. Don't buy Mad Bum stock. He he was getting his revenge. I mean, he hit, hit three Astros. Did you see the tweet about, like, his velo? Mm-mm. Not good? It's like, uh, man, I think I... Bueno. Sc- maybe I screenshotted it. Okay. Sometimes when I see tweets with info... Sometimes I like DM it to myself. Sometimes I screenshot it. Don't uh, don't be surprised though. And this this isn't my tooting my own horn because the D backs could still you know stay at the bottom for a little while. But Here Jim, it is. they had a huge inning. They had a nine run inning against Houston, and then they had a walk off win. So yeah. those are things that spark a team. Yeah, but it's not sustainable to have Bumgarner and Robbie Ray go give six earned runs. No, starts. Bumgarner averaged eighty eight point one miles per hour on his four seam fastball tonight. That's his third lowest average forcing Faso in a game in his career. The two outings with lower, his two prior starts this season. Before 2020. So he's his, getting better. Before 2020, his lowest was 88.7 um, in September of 2009. So he has, so he needs to, I think he needs to officially reinvent himself. I think he's been reinventing himself. Well, I don't know. That's. I'm not as worried about Mad Bum. It's not good. It's not what you want. But 
No. You know, he hasn't been pumping gas for a little while now. Um, That's not even close to gas. No, exactly. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll see with that. Padres-Dodgers was a lot of fun. They started off uh, Bueller-Paddock. The Dodgers, this was their chance to kind of swing up at Big Brother, and they ended up getting Big Brothered a little bit. They were in these games. They end up not getting the wins. The one game ends with a Chris Taylor throwing out the guy at the plate, Grisham, I believe. Um, that's the ultimate Big Brother flex. Like, yeah, good game. See you tomorrow. Over. So I, I think you're if you're the Dodgers, I think you're all right. I'd like to hear a little bit more from their community. I mean, I think Belly still hasn't gotten it going. You know, you've got n- new weapons in the pen that you're figuring out, Gratterall, trying, and mm-hmm. so you're still, I think you're still excited because you're right. There's a couple things that aren't clicking on all cylinders, but you're still nine and four. Yeah. Well, we'll see. The, the Dodgers will be fine. They're just, you know, I think whenever Jansen, I mean, he got a double play ball to help him get close it out. He had like a walk, single, single, so one out, two on, or something like that, and uh, one run away. So. They made. I think a lot of Dodgers fans are just – they might be rooting for Jansen to be as bad as possible so he loses the go- closer Close gig role. sooner. Mm. There's a theory. There's a theory. Yeah, I like that one. Angels win games, dude. Win games. Win games, dude. Where do the Angels play next? Angels schedule. Let's see. Hey, BBD. Angels – oh, they're going to Texas. Okay. So, they're going to Texas, which, um, you know, right now Texas is the whipping boy. It's in Texas. And, again, um, you know, Angels end up winning that series in Seattle. I got nervous when they lost the I'm, second game where Trout hit two homers. I'm over-rooting for the Rangers. Like, at this point, I'd rather the Angels go sweep them and put themselves in contention than have the Rangers win a game. Just I'd, for the fun of the standings. I'm fine with it, too. Um We'll see. This will kind of be a test for the Angels. This is a series that probably in the past couple years they would lose. Yeah. But who's pitching? They had Haney and Bundy go, and those are their studs. They're aces. They don't have Otani going. Bad news if you you haven't heard. Otani ain't pitching anymore. But he hit Homer. For this season. So. Moving forward, they don't, I don't know. but For this year. Yeah. I was referencing this year. All right, let's move on to standout. Standout performance. Our standout performances today are brought to you by DraftKings. The long wait is finally over. Golf's first major of the year is this weekend. Is it the what is the master? What are they doing? Uh, It's the first major. I think it's the PGA. The PGA. Where is it? They renamed one of the tournaments. Oh, here we go. I'll just continue reading the ad copy. The golfers are heading to San Francisco to tee off and compete for the crown. And there's no better way to join the action than with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. To celebrate golf's first major of the year, DraftKings Sportsbook is offering special odds and promotions all weekend long. And all new users get the sign-up bonus up to $1,000. Every day of the tournament, DraftKings Sportsbook is boosting your profits by 30%. That's math. Yeah. All you have to do is opt in and place a bet. Head to the app right now and check out all that they have to offer, including player props, day-by-day action, and even hole-by-hole live betting. That's crazy and fun. As football season is clear in our sights, DraftKings Sportbook has rolled out a season-long football pick-and-pull with $2 million in prizes up for grabs. Make your picks and watch the games unfold. Plus, DraftKings Sportbook is a safe and secure and reliable betting app. You can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. So download the top-rated DraftKings Sportbook app now. Use code JOMBOY when you sign up. For a limited time, all new users can get a sign-up bonus of up to $1,000. That's right. DraftKings Sportbook is going all out with a sign-up bonus of up to $1,000. Just enter code JOMBOY when you sign up only at DraftKings Sportbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey only, but bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Jake, who is your standout performance? Uh, there was only one option for there me. There really was. It was very hard for me to find a second. There was only one option for me. It was Dylan Bundy. Yep. Nine innings pitched, 10 strikeouts, complete game. He looks incredible. He's leading the major leagues in innings pitch, batters faced. He's chewing up innings. He looks fantastic. His slider looks great. And I'm I'm happy for him, man. You know, I I want the people to to send send the poop at me. I'm open to it. Bring me the poop. 
he looks great. And, you know, I, I went on my Dylan Bundy kick. I, you know, his numbers were terrible in Baltimore. And, you know, I was kind of ripping him. I had no idea why the Angels traded bodies for him because I don't think they needed to. And then after that, I started having conversations with people, some people inside the game and some of our, you know, internet friends that are now in the big pitchers community to get the story on Dylan. Like what, you know, what should I actually be saying besides this guy stunk? Mm-hmm. And it's that his slider still raids pretty good and that he just needs to throw it more and change his pitch mix. Yeah, sure. Sign me up. So then I made my official stance. Hey, Dylan, either be good. Yep. Help Mike Trout and win him help him win a playoff game or be terrible. And guess what? He's chosen the latter or the former. The former, I believe. So he looks great. Uh, He's one of the best pitchers going in baseball right now. Again, the a lot of the numbers coming out comparing him to old Dylan Bundy are funny. But as BBD pointed out to me this morning, Dylan Bundy's still pretty young. I mean, he came up early. He's he's still got he's still got a little bit of juice. He can change his whole career around. It's one of the beauties of baseball, and it looks like he's doing it, man. Does I mean his sinker? I'm trying to look at his pitch mix because it doesn't really say he he upped his slider. But they don't have 2020 on here for him yet, which is yeah. interesting. But it looks like his last year. It looked like he upped his um, change up a bunch. Very interesting. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the the slider has ticked up. Which um, yeah, he's I'll throwing like, the slider almost the same amount of times he's throwing the fastball in 2020. Yeah, and I guess uh, a lot of the pitching experts were asking for that. Um, as BBD just told the chat, it's one month older than Luis Castillo, someone you picture as a you know young new ace to a degree for the Reds. Um, yeah, how I didn't I didn't know Castillo was what was he 27, 27 years old. I mean, Bundy came up, I think he was 22 or something. So yeah. we've seen him for a while. And and like you said, I mean, hey, he was on the Orioles. They stunk for a lot of it. People think of Castillo as young. He's been around for the same amount of time as Bundy. He's young. Um, young young ace. You know, a lot of Yankee trade rumors. People were excited about him. Get a lot of years. Um, so, yeah, man, Dylan, good for you, dude. Uh, you're absolutely shoving right now. I will, uh, I will drink my own tears or whatever I'm supposed to do. He, he looks phenomenal. Go, Dylan, go. I had a question for you. Yes. How many active Dylans do you think are in the major leagues right now? Ooh, active Dylan. I'd guess like three. Is Dylan Covey a guy? Is that a name? Dylan Covey is one of them, yes. Okay. There's five. Dylan Bundy. Dylan. Got to have some Dylans in the field. There's a Dylan on the Mariners. Dylan. Is there another C? I've got a C last name in my head. Yep, White Sox. Cease. Dylan Cease. Big prospect. Moore. Dylan Moore, okay. Dylan Floro on the Dodgers. Yeah. Oh, Florio. You might be thinking about Dylan Cousins, but he's not playing right now, it doesn't say. Cool. A lot of Dylans. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of Dylans. My standout performance, Jake, and I was searching. I had one guy, but I changed him to later, and then it kind of hit me in the face, and it's Aaron Nola. Yeah. He pitched six innings against the Yankees. A Yankees team that had been hitting like crazy, and he's been in quarantine. He pitched six innings. He got 12 strikeouts, and I watched this game, and he just carved up the Yanks. His curveball is inc- really, 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 really fun to watch. He only gave up three hits. The one hit was a bomb home run to Voigt, who probably sat curveball, got the curveball, and smashed it. But Nola, 12 Ks in six innings. I don't know if he was on a pitch limit. They definitely – if you – he had to be on a pitch limit. Otherwise, he should have pitched this, the seventh inning and went for the complete game. It probably would have been an easy win for the Phillies. They went to Tommy Hunter. He blew the game for uh, Nola. But Aaron Nola's performance was pretty good. We we got treated to that. Uh, <laughs> in a way, as Yankee fans, we watched that game. And he was he was special, man. That curveball is special. They, they had one kind of viral thing that was going around baseball Twitter. They had the behind the the catcher camera shot of his curveball and it was straight over the top as tight as it could be and just dropped out of the picture. Uh, yeah, man, he was he was doing it old school or slash, you know, when you see Verlander, the guys do it and they 
you know, they mainly go fastball curve one time through the rotation. Then they go fastball change, and then they mix them both in there. He looked awesome. Uh, happy for Philly fans. That was my first time getting to watch him, and it just it it goes back into both of our speeches. That's like showcase these guys. Like you know, we do a baseball podcast. There's so much baseball out there. You know, I I haven't been able to buckle in for a full Aaron Nola start. Now that I've seen him, if I see he's pitching, I'm probably gonna flip over to that game. Yeah. So get get these guys in front of people because they're talented, talented dudes. Do you want? Them to trade with the Mariners who are trade fiends sure. for his brother, though his brother can catch him, and you have the brother battery. This is I got. I into know the, you do. I got into this <laughs> rabbit hole. Do. Yeah, I tweeted out that do I wanted it, them to. I got into the rabbit hole. I forget, but there was a. I was trying to see if it's ever happened, and there was two brothers. I think Mort Cooper and Walker Cooper, who were a battery together, and like, caught, they were in the All Star game. They're in the World Series cool. together. They like did. Really good things like that's the Copa cool Brows. Imagine that. Yeah, like this. Literally the same thing you did when you were eight years old in your backyard, but now you are doing it in the World Series. For yeah. them, like they just shrug and be like, "This is what we always done." Like, what do you mean? Of course, baseball. Pretty nice life. Yeah. The Cooper Bros. Someone do a biography documentary on them. Do it. Ken Burns. Whoever's listening. Cooper Bros. Documentary. I'm googling it, and results, results, results. No, there's a Cooper Brothers Canadian rock band that has a documentary on them. Mm. Not interested. Check that out, too. If you want, if you want, yeah. you don't have Explore to. Explore the space. Dylan Bundy with a standout performance. Yeah, man. I, uh, again, he was. He was the best pitching performance. Of the- I, I would have lost a lot of bets. I, you know, I like trying to get the hitters featured because it's tough. You know, if a pitcher has a good performance, they, they jump out a little more. But it, it was Bundy, man. And good for Literally good for him. Yeah. Someone asked how many errands there are. A lot. A lot. A lot. I would guess around 10. I'm trying to find active ones. It looks like 26. Active? Shit. Judge, Hicks, Nola, Loop, Fagley, um, Bummer, Savale, Whitefield, Wade, Lopes, Gonzalez, mm. and I'm just going to stop. A lot There's of errands. A lot of errands. How about that? That's wild. A lot of errands. Good for them. Yes. Next up, we've got Enfuego. Dirt, nasties, Enfuego. That means on fire, baby. Like Wago. Who you got, Jake? I've got one of my all-time hot boys on here, and I'm happy to get him on here. I put Matt Olson. Uh, he got it going in a big way. Uh, over the past four games, three homers, uh, five RBIs, six walks. So he's seen six walks and one strikeout. If Matt Olson's doing something like that, you know he's seeing the ball really well. That's a 1.63 OPS. Uh, love Matt Olson, and he's got a little bit of a lip tickler coming in, Jim. Don't know if you saw that, but the mustache is coming out. And I threw Dad Trout on here. He deserves it. Mm-hmm. I mean, he comes back. He does this against the Mariners a lot, but two-homer game, one-homer game. Uh, you know, Mike Trout could be on here a lot, but let's not overlook him just because of that. Let's yeah. not do that. You know what I'm saying? I got a twin that needs to be on here. Okay. And he's a real fun guy to root for because he's old and he just hits yeah. home runs. Nelson Cruz. Nelson Cruz has a hit in his last seven games. In this four-game set against Pitt, he just went off. He opened up the series with back-to-back three-hit games. He had eight hits in the four games, a 500 on base percentage. He didn't have any extra base hits, Jake. Yeah, that's what's funny So that's for what's me. really weird about Cruz, yeah. but he's just proven, okay, I don't need to do that. Yeah. I'm good with that. I have six doubles or six extra base hits on the season. I'll just beat you small ball wide. Maybe they changed the way they're pitching. So, I mean, he's just still on fire. And then the other guy I got on here is Carlos Correa. Yeah. Over in Houston. 615 on base percentage this week. 545 batting average. Six hits, one double, one home run, two walks. Intentional walk. I think he's been hot all year for them too, right? Yeah, he uh, he's he's had it going for them. Bregman and Altuve are trying to start to click. Um, but yeah, Correa's having a nice year. Four seventy one on base percentage. So nice far. year. Who else you got? 
Jim, the I mean, like Bieber could live on here. It's almost getting boring how good he is. I thought about giving Herman Marquez, but I, I had something fun, Jim, because there's three names that jumped out that kind of belonged here. Adrian Hauser probably should have got some love. But, Jim, the Cubbies, mm. your Alec Mills, Kyle Hendricks, soft tossing it. And then, dude, I'm I'm fully on the U train. Um, I I watched him. He was pumping 97. I I forgot that he could get up there. Uh, he's he's featuring a cutter. He throws some wiffle ball stuff. And I I think if everyone's got their A game for the Cubbies, Darvish is the last guy you want to see. Think so? I do. I do. I think even if Hendricks is right, like he's going to torment you, but you feel like you have a chance. If when Darvish has his A plus stuff, he's got you beat. Mm. Um, so I I'm watching out for him with the Cubbies. He was a big free agent signing that never really panned out, and he's another guy that uh, we're talking about the Houston Oakland series this weekend. You know what would we think or be saying about you, Darvish, if he didn't get some funny business from Houston in that World Series series? So um, did Darvish do driveline or anything? His fastball right now in 2020 is averaging a higher miles per hour than it has ever averaged in his career. Pump it, babe. He's sitting. His average fastball in 2020 is 95.4 miles per hour. He's never averaged 95. I mean, it's not crazy jump, right? But you're looking at 94.1, 94.1 again the year before that. 94.3. You just just he bumped up. A tick, he, which you wouldn't expect. Maybe it's, yeah, I mean, at age 33 season, you you don't see that a lot. Maybe he's fresh. Maybe he's healthy. I know he's had some some problems there. Or maybe he's got some driveline stuff going on. But, yeah, man, I mean, that's what, when when I I looked into you the other day because he had a good start, um, I was I watched his highlights because I was like, what what you Darvish am, am I getting here? And then I saw 97 on the gun. I was like, oh, oh. We're doing this, huh? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, how how about the Cubbies, man? They're they're pitching and winning. What's their schedule look like? Because I know they've they've been beating some teams they're supposed to. And Chatwood, you could have been on the list, but you blew it. Bro. Well, he blew the whole string of great starts by the Cubs. Pissed me off. We were uh, getting to seven. He would have been eight. Interesting. Cubs are playing the Cardinals, who didn't play because of COVID, so we'll see if they're rusty at all or if, you know, the Cubs can stay good. But, yeah, they're starting to get into it. Car- they're going Cardinals, Indians, Brewers, Cards, White Sox, and then Tigers. So they've got some very serious series. We're going to find out a lot more about the Cubbies in the ne- coming weeks. I'm excited to find out about them. I am too because they've right. been playing well. But Let's do – the race to twenty. We are getting yes. We are getting twenty home runs so so easily. Easily. What fools! I I mean so. Uh, I'm Trevor Plouffe. I'm gonna hit the under. <laughs> yeah. How's my facial hair look today? I mean, how many guys do we have on pace for it? Fifty thousand. It's honestly like fifty at this. Point. A lot. Which on pace is, you know, tricky. Right. Because but it's 162, it's a smaller pace. Yeah. Castellanos jumps up. He's got six home runs. Moran didn't get any this week, so he's staying at five. I can see him sliding a line like Aaron Judge, he hits another one, so he's at seven. He is leading the race. The Roosevelt's RSVLTS race to 20. Who's going to hit 20 home runs first, I guess, is the race? Because yeah, someone's sure. gonna hit more. Someone's going to hit more. Trevor Story, he gets into it. He's got five. He hadn't been this high on the leaderboard yet. So the leaderboard is Aaron Judge, Castellanos, Colin Moran, Trevor Story, Trent Grisham has four, Teoscar has four. There's a lot of guys with four. There's 13 guys with four home runs. And I think we're we're starting again. Every week we're going to see the sorting hat kick in a little more into gear. Judge, Castellanos looks great. Um, it's two a week, right? Like the pace would be two a week, sixty games, a little less, right? Ten weeks. I just did ten week season. Ten weeks times two, something like that. So say it's two a week. We just finished week two, two, three. We're about to finish Second week. Second full week. It started on a Does Thursday. That first week Friday. count? Tough to say. say We're not say, a math pod. Right. We've never been a math. I'm pod. gonna do this. 
We've, we're at two and a half weeks of the season, so anyone with three home runs or more is on pace. And that's a so 12, lot of 12 people. 12 times 7. That's okay. 55 people on pace. So, yeah, I mean, Judge is on a pace to get there in 36 games right now. He's yeah. leading the league. Yeah. But, um, yeah, man. And, I, dude, what I'm liking is, like, I think the big names are going to continue to sneak up. Judge, I think Cassianos is kind of finding it even a little more later in his career, and now he's on Cincy, and he can DH a lot. Like, I, I think Cassianos has a legit chance. Trevor Story, some of his home run numbers are spooky. Spooky. Uh, Kepler, like, he's getting involved. The young names, Matt Olson, um, Tatis has four. Trout with four there. So, yeah, man, there's there's some real names. Um and you know what? Kudos to the guys who are doing it. Like Colin Moran, we're doubting you a little bit. Prove us wrong, man. Trent Grisham, redemption year after the bobble in the wild card game. He's got four. So a lot of good young talent. Um, keep hitting keep hitting Yabos. Nolan's getting hot. He's at three right now. So, yeah, I mean, I think anyone at three would count right now. So that, yeah, that's what I just said. So 53. And there's a good amount. So... 54 guys It'll filter but Yeah someone's Someone's We're gonna get a few with 20 You think we're gonna get 25? I would say no So the rest days and stuff Yeah you'll see We're getting 20 though That's nice We're getting 20 Alright let's get sad (laughs) Slump watch Yelich was on slump watch hard He's off Home run inside the park Double, six walks, six which walks. is really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Love that. Kevin Biggio, friend yeah. of the program. He stays, Jake? I have him staying. Two for 15. I don't think I saw a walk either, and that's kind of his game. Mm. Um, I need a little more from him. I'm sorry. Two two for 15. And this was, he's a friend of the pod. Um, I said before the season, you know, if any rookie walks that much, if I'm a starting pitcher, I'm like, let's, let's see you hit me, kid. Yeah. So he's he's got to get it going, so I want to leave him on there. Uh, his teammate, Ryu, gets off. Five innings pitch. Nice start. I think eight Ks uh, for for the handsome devil. So he's gone. Matt Olson pulls a shame to flame on us. Uh, hot boy summer in a big way. You just heard about him. This is an interesting one, Jim. Okay. Because going back to last year, there's a lot of ways you can get off Slump Watch. Yeah. Carlos Santana. He goes one for ten. Not good. But seven walks, and that's something that he does throughout his career. So I don't know. I was going to leave it up to you. I would take him off. No. Okay, that's fine. He stays. Want to know why? Why? The first three games, he had one walk in each game. The last game, when the Reds threw out the junk, the junk pitchers. Okay, that's he fair. Had four walks. Okay. If it was two walks each game, that's fair. I would say, okay, we can take him off. It's not like a celebratory off, that's but no, fine. I'm not taking him off. It's tough. It's yeah. tough. Okay, I respect it. Uh, Mercado, this one gets tricky too. He's three for thirteen in the series with a pair of walks, I believe. Not great, not slumpy. His last game worries me, which you just said. You just said for mm-hmm. Santana, Oscar Mercado goes one for five, but four Ks. Yeah, he's definitely still on. Okay, he stays. You're there. I've got Profar staying, but he stinks, so I want to take him off. I'm over the Profar thing. I thought you said he was going to have a career year getting I said it would be funny if he does that. Mm. Um, He stinks. Yeah. Um, Just a tough, kind of overrated career. I had the same for Manny Margot. He goes 1 for 12 again. He's never been a hitter. Yeah, I don't care. Just not like I'm interested. not. I'm not interested in him. Yeah, it's rude. So sorry. We'll see him this weekend. And then Austin maybe Hayes. He'll, maybe he'll is put another. It up don't butt. care. Yeah, and he goes three for eleven. I think that would be off, anyways. But um, I mean, you know, Marlins just diced him up. Spo- supposed to be a young contact hitter, so he does it well. And then Robles, uh, Hansel, so hot right now. He only had one appearance, point two innings, no earned runs. I'll take him off. Sure. Don't really okay. care. Um, don't be a disaster for Mike Trout. Help Mike Trout. Help Mike Trout. Be a good shirt. We can't put Mike Trout on a shirt. Can't put Mike Trout's name on a shirt. Is the only problem with that. Help Mikey Trouty. Help Mikey Trouty. <laughs> Jim, what about some new guys? I like this. I put a guy on here that if we didn't put him on here, people would be pissed. Pissed. Glaber Torres. 
Tits. 0 for 19. 0 for his last 19, Jake, with zero walks. Really bad. Really bad. And it looks really bad. It does look really bad. He looks like a complete... He looks lost. He's swinging at pitches over his head and grounding out, and that's kind of every at-bat right now. Negative Not war right now. Very scared to put this guy on slump watch because okay. I'm scared of him because he's kind of a badass. Okay. Tommy Pham. Yeah. 0 for 13. Just, uh, you know, he'll get off quick. Don't kill me, Tommy. Rooting for you. Yeah. He did get an RBI and a walk, and he was pumping up his team and all that stuff. So, good shit, but got to get a hit. Got to get a hit. Bummer for him, too. Against the Dodgers, Padres were looking to punch, but, yeah, he'll be back. Yeah. Anything else you want to – I got Smoke on here, one hit in his last six games. Smoke, I put Gallo just because he's the guy for Texas, so if he puts up a 1-for-11 spot – They've got nothing. What did he what did he do in the the Mike the Mike Bowl? The Mike Bowl. The Fires versus Minor Bowl. I'm not sure. Because he was the game before that I believe he was 0 for 4 with four strikeouts. I didn't have didn't have the Mike Bowl prepped. Oh for me. 0 for 3 with two strikeouts. Yeah. He had a bad series. And then I, I put Longoria on there. Dude, he, he had a he had eight strikeouts in the three-game set and only one hit and one walk. So, yeah, Gallo's on there. Yeah, Gallo's for sure on there. And that after seeing some of the guys we had on there for last week, I was like, we got to keep it the bigger names. So, yeah, I, I put Longoria on there, you know, obviously in the latter part of his career, but he also put a one for 11. Um, come on, Longoria. Don't make us have you slump next week so we say i don't really care about longoria this year make us care about you first four games he was doing well hitting like 430 yeah. having fun then he goes and plays four against colorado yeah and they just pitch their butts off and he I mean, only started three of the four games so in cores you're telling yourself you're gonna yeah you're gonna get have a big series so that's tough he actually hates colorado though Hates it. Like, he's got people there that just ruin his day. Hates Lands it. at the airport, has to go in disguise right away. He's got stalkers. Oh, my God. It's bad news. Scary airport. We got Who Got Mad? Who Got Mad? Phil Nevin Got Mad? Phil Nevin Angel Hernandez, got who's mad. bad? Yeah. Not a Who Got Mad, but um, I believe Jason Tingler got his first manager ejection. I think you're right. For bad calls. He's trying to protect Manny Machado, which that sucks. The Blue Jays, did you hear this whole debacle? I'm thinking I'm going to make a breakdown if I can find time. Okay. Very interesting. It's not a mad debacle, but it's a debacle worth mentioning. The Blue Jays, was it Biggiano? It's one of the oh. one of the relievers. Someone in the chat. Biagini? No, it wasn't Biagini. Who was it? One of the, oh, one of the uh, Italians? Wagaspak. Wagaspak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they sent Wagaspak to the satellite camp, right? Right. But then... So he's not on the lineup card that they give to the umpires because he's not on the roster. Yeah. But before the start of the game and the final roster thing, Trent Thornton gets hurt. So I think it was Trent Thornton. I don't want to speak out of turn, but I think it's Trent Thornton. He gets sent to the IL. So then they're like, Wagaspak, never mind. You're back on the roster, mm. right? So Ra- Ra- Wagaspak is back on the roster, but they didn't give a new lineup card to the umpires. Right. So they bring Wagaspak into the game. He's throwing some warm-ups, and the umps are like, you're not on our lineup card. So the umps say he can't pitch. Yeah. And Charlie Montoya and the Blue Jays just say, okay, fine. So he throws some warm-ups, walks off the mound. He walks into the dugout as if he just, like, gave up six earned runs. Like, yeah. none of his teammates talked to him. It was kind of weird. weird. Really weird. Get this. The umps were wrong. The lineup card that the umps get is just, per the rule book, just a courtesy. It holds no merit. ruling or merit. And if a substitute player isn't on the umpire's lineup card, that doesn't mean he can't play. Like, literally, that's what the rule says. Yeah. So, they just got it wrong. Yep. That sucks. Like, that one person caught it. Weird rule. that I don't, But Weird that's their, stuff their job around. is to know the rules. Yes. Or time. be able to call someone. Who knows the rules? And yeah, like check look in it up. on it. Like or... someone has a PDF of the rules and does control F lineup card. Who gives you know? a crap anyways, honestly. Let Waggis Pack twirl it. But interesting yeah. development. That's a miss. And Jim, I'm normally a not a who got mad segment. Lance McCullers got mad. They opened up the roof at Chase Field during the fourth inning of his start, where he was in cruise control, and then Gave up nine innings, get nine runs in that inning. Yeah. So he complained about the roof opening. He said it's ass if you do that. 
The Yankees, well, I mean, if we're going to do that, the Yankees also complained about Phillies fans using air horns and the announcers being loud. So right. we have a lot of uh, pitchers not used to pitching in silence, and yeah. now they're saying it is more like golf where one noise can throw them off instead of being a lot of noise. So I think McCullers and Hap slash the Yankees pitchers. It was Monty. It was Monty who said it. No, uh-huh. Monty said that Hap said it. Yeah, I, I think he was just talking about during Hap's start. Yes, Monty said it didn't we affect it, it didn't affect me, but Hap said the announcers affected him yesterday. Was what his quote was. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, if you come out and you say something's ass, that you well, you McCullers just mid-game. talks like that. Well, yeah. you can't do that. And if you that's lose, getting mad. If you lose, that's and, getting mad. If you lose and you have Yankees didn't like get that. mad. Uh, Monty wasn't. Sounded like Hap and the other guys were complaining, and Boone was mad. He came out and yelled at the umpires for the fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for the air horn. Air horn fans. Good but stuff, that is Billy. bullshit, kind of. There you go. So is the roof, to be honest. Like, middle of a guy's start, change the elements on him. I don't know. Tough. These guys are creatures of, like, intense habit and circumstance, you know, yeah. especially pitchers, so. On that. You All got right. To, uh, what's, what's your quote from the pitching movie? Clear the mechanism? Clear the mechanism, man. Kevin Costner? Can't be worried about the roof, dog. I think, it's, I th- I think that's what's happening when it's a lot of noises. Yeah. It's kind of like when you live in New York City, right. and there's so many noises that so they all mundane. And, yeah. But when you live in the city and there's one cricket outside your window, it'll drive you crazy. You yep. I think that's what's happened with the air horn. There you go. Crickets. Awards! Awards! Do you want to go first or I go first? I'll go first, Jim. And I think I've got an award that you're going to like. And I actually, I'm stealing my information a little bit. Mm, but I'm fair. stealing it from a legend. I'm st- I'm giving out the Compete Award. Compete. That's a good award. The Compete Award. It's Keiko? If, if you've heard us on this show talk about it, we're trying to figure out John Boy's Compete stat. We either need abbreviated letters or whatever it is, but it's giving it's giving your team a chance to win. We're figuring out the rules around it. I might start. Just, I might just call it the Dallas Keuchel. Five innings, two runs. Six innings, three. Something like that. It's around a quality start, but a little different rules. Jim Zach Gallen on the Arizona Diamondbacks, young pitcher for them. I think they traded a young shortstop prospect for him. I think it was Jazz Chisholm. Um, Ooh. Anyways, Zach Gallen, twenty-five years old, turned twenty-five on August third. Happy birthday. Yeah. He's from Somerdale, New Jersey. I don't know where that is. Where's that, BBD? We're not sure. Okay. We're not sure where Somerdale, New he's Jersey is. He's been traded twice. But he's a Jersey guy, which that, that normally scares you when it comes to prospects. Oh, for Ozuna and then for Jazz Chisholm. Yeah. And the Jazz Chisholm one was funky because you rarely see prospects traded for each other. Like mm-hmm. a pitching prospect trade for a shortstop prospect. You're Each GM's putting their neck on the line. Jim, Zach Gallen. 20 major league starts has not allowed more than three runs in any of them. That's really good. Yeah. So he, uh, I like that. <laughs> yeah, man. He's got a, excuse me. Jake's excuse dying. me. Jake's dying on us. He's from near Philly. Near Philly. Gross out. Gross out. Uh, career 281 ERA. And this comes back to my Jordan Yamamoto theory. If Zach Gallen was pitching in a major market, I think we'd be screaming from the rooftop about Zach Gallen. He's got an 11K per nine, career 281 ERA. Um, he's doing really good stuff, and he's he's a name you should get familiar with. Yeah, this season, his last two starts aren't even, like, compete. They're just good. Six yeah. innings pitch, two in runs. They're good. Zach uh, Keiko, on the other hand, I think his first two starts were literally what I talk about. Right. 5.1. Two earned runs. That's it. If you have a bullpen and a competent offense, those pitchers can help you. Give your team a chance. And that's Zach Allen's doing that and more. So good for him. Good for him. Good for you, Zach Allen. I'm giving out the coveted New York Life Award. Oh. Wow. Who gets it? Do you have no guesses? You're giving it out this year? Yep. Yeah, I know. I. I, you know, it's it's a pretty serious one, and I don't take it lightly. The New York Life Insurance Award. Give it to me. Alec Mills. Wow, 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 wow. Alec pitching, Mills. Big pitching app today, people. Alec Mills, 
got oh. you covered. Yeah. From 65 miles per hour to 90. Just like New York Life Insurance. Mm. They just take care of their elderly. Yes. If you're 65 and up, New yes. York Life Insurance got you. They're rated the best. Love it. Zach Mills, every game. Add. He throws a pitch, Jake, that starts with a six miles per hour, that starts with a seven miles per hour, that starts with an eight, and that starts with a nine. Mm. He's spanning four decades with his miles per hour there. Pretty impressive. He threw 28 curveballs. They averaged 66.7. He's thrown 26 sliders. They averaged 78 miles per hour. He's thrown 34 change-ups. They averaged 80 miles per hour. And he's thrown 87 fastballs that averaged 90 miles per hour. Just dancing up there. Dancing. Dazzling. And the results have been good. Like you said, two starts. Actually, I have a... He got two starts to end last season, and if you Jakey Butterknife those yes, and combine them, going back to last year, Alec Mills' last four starts come to 22.2 innings pitched and three earned runs. Mm. I do not think this style can last. Yeah, you're, you're this weird <laughs> Alec. You're the Alec Mills conductor on the train, but there's a little part of you that also wants to drive it off the track yourself. No, I think I think of it more as a roller coaster. Okay. Like this has an end point. Okay. It's not a forever ride. Okay. 60 game season. That might be the full length. I don't know how okay. long the roller coaster lasts, you know? Okay. But at some point we're going to come to a nice halt yeah. where everyone's going to get off the Alec Mills train and say, "You know what? That was fun. Yeah. I was glad I rode that ride. Happy it ended." Sure. And that's what we're getting here in Chicago with Alec Mills. I mean, how old is Alec Mills? Alec Mills. 28. Keep twirling it, kid. University of Tennessee at Martin. Martin, wow. Ted Martin. Yeah. Good for him. Clarksville, Tennessee. Clarksville. AT Mills 37 is his Twitter. Is it active? Give him a follow. Living wow. my life on the edge of my seat. Wow. That's what happens when you throw 66 mile per hour yeah. curveballs. Every time you drop one of those, like, I hope he's not sitting on this. I hope he's not Here fucking sitting go. on this. I hope he's not fucking sitting on this. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's got an active uh, active Twitter. Go hit him up. Good. Get on the ride. It's going to be fun. Good, good, good. Little elevator? Little elevator talk? O- only thing that I, I thought we'd talk about a little more, um, or it's just something I'm excited about, and I mentioned it. I think this week during the pregame shows, those have been a lot of fun. Go go check those out if you get some time. Um, I'm This AL Central race, I'm like all in on. I think I think all three teams are closer than we thought to you start the year. You think the Twins are going to take off? I don't think so. They've been, they've been playing an easy schedule. They had the Pirates. Story of the Twins. Right, but they're going to have to play these games. I think the White Sox, uh, they're the team I can't quit this year. I'm all about them. Um, and I think Cle- from the start of this season, Cleveland is better than I think we thought. Like, yeah, I was pretty high on Cleveland. But we yes. were high on Cleveland, but, dude, their pitching has been another level. Oh, it's the best. Than we thought. And I'm all in on the White Sox. So, for me, I am just locked into the AL Central. Twins haven't had an easy schedule. They've played the White Sox three times. They've played the Indians four times. And they played St. Louis twice. The Just the last four games against Pitt has been easy. Pirates, yeah. But, I mean, they've played the two competitors. Right, but early in the season, I mean, they went just started the I year. know, but I think if a Twins fan heard that, they'd be like, what? We played and it was all. Right I mean, most of it was at home too. They're seven and one at home right now. So yeah, the, the White Sox was on the road, and they were two and one there, and then they swept the. In, then they went three and one. So what? They're five and five and two against those teams. They got the Royals coming up, the Brewers, and the Royals. So they have a really easy stretch, dude. All of their next games are Kansas City Royals, Brewers, Kansas City Royals, Brewers, Kansas City Royals. <laughs> Familiar what? faces from August seventh. To August 23rd, the Twins are only playing two teams. Brewers and the Royals. That's a little bizarre. A little bit. COVID <laughs> year, baby. That's bizarre. COVID year. Oh. Got an elevator team for us? Let's spin the wheel. We're spinning. We're spinning. On, we're spinning. Marlins. We're spinning. If you are an elevator with a man with this hat on, on Marlins or woman. the Minnesota Twins. You want to do it? Sure. You know you, their schedule. I mean, first devil? thing you can say is, well, Playing a lot of the same you, uh, team. You like Milwaukee and Kansas City? 
I mean, I want to do math here. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. The next 16 games all against the same two teams. Well, I guess we'll find out who the Brewers are. Yeah. That's that's going to test their pitching staff. Royals, good luck. Um, let's see. Garver's off to a slow start. Sano's off to a slow start. Araya's off to a slow start. Um, Donaldson off to a slow start. Did he go on the I.L.? Is he just hurt? Don't think he's on the I.L., but he hasn't played in like a week. Who's off to a hot start? Nelson Cruz, Kepler, they're looking good. Uh, Eddie Rosario off to a very Eddie Rosario start. Jim, tell them about the early innings, baby. Yeah, they're still averaging three runs in the first two innings. It might have gone up. It may have gone up. I can find this pretty easily. I found out where to find this. If you're a Twins fan, or if you're in the elevator with one, you go to the pitching. The pitching's been good this year. They're second in ERA in the AL so far. Um, Maeda looks good. Randy Dobnak has been shoving, Jim. 15 innings pitch, .6 ERA, 8 Ks in 15 innings. I, I think the the baseball gods may even that out a little bit. But yeah. Did you see Dobnak is like... He grew up a huge, huge Pirates fan. fan. He went to like cool. 250 games, and then he started in, in Pittsburgh. Very cool. It's got to be so weird. Um, let me see. Let me see if I type in inning. It should get me there. Inning. Come on. Get me there. You su- okay. Nelson Cruz leading the team in war. Second is Randy Dobnak. In the first inning, they have scored 19 runs. And in the second inning, they have scored 15 runs. So we're looking at 34 runs in the first two innings over 13 games. Quick math, 26, 39. 2.6 runs in the first two innings. It's pretty good. Really good. And then they're also good in the in – the, no, I mean, then it goes two runs, nine, four, seven, three, three, six. Like – Really good in the first two innings. Yeah, it's crazy. Good for them. Co-opener against the Twins. I guess that's your insight. If you're the Brewers, yeah, throw a hater first two innings. Get, get, get funky with it. They have a one dot one OPS as a team in the first inning, and a in a three fifty seven batting average. Not bad. It's insane. That so ain't bad. That's a lot of stuff you can tell the guy in the elevator. You don't press him. Have you heard how good we are in the first two innings? Have you heard? Why are you talking like that? Could you please not talk like that, sir? Bob, just talk normal for once. Normal, please. Normal, please. All right. That's the show today. That's what's going on in baseball. Thank you for tuning in. We appreciate it. We appreciate you. Have a fantastic, and I mean it. Yeah. Have a fantastic weekend. Enjoy the baseball. Call in the voicemail line. BBD, what is it? 917-426-2796. Call in. Tell us what we missed. Tell us what we need to know. Tell us you love us. See you later.